Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Amanda Duberman. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which, which is, is us. us. Today we're talking about protests in Hong Kong. Protests in Russia. And Trump protesting just people generally being gay. Great. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Yeah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! It's like a weird summer slump in news. Yes. Like everything is disastrous still, but sort of on. It's just sort of humming along disastrously. Exactly. It's hard. It's it's interesting. Like anytime I want to be like, it's a snow. It's a snow. It's a slow news week. Yeah. Because it's just like comparatively not horrifying. Not being assaulted every day by. Yeah. yeah. But then if you go we into. We actually are. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you like look deeply. Enough. If you look deeply at what's happening, we're going to talk about a lot of things that are important. Yeah. So yeah. it feels weird to be like, oh, it's a slow news day. And then we like go into the things we're talking about today, which are like international protests affecting like right. major governments and all this stuff. And we're like, but really, like no one, no porn yeah. stars have released no. a video or like you my know, body like, is not in fight or flight from sun up to sundown. Yeah, exactly. I'm not like. I don't know. Trump hasn't personally kidnapped right. a child. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> it's I don't really know. just like, like journalists are on vacation in August. So who even knows? September is going to be yeah. nuts. Congress. Is, oh, yeah, yeah. I know journalists get their back to school energy. And yeah. suddenly we've got like, totally. all these new exposés. Exactly. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Maureen Dowd has a new outfit. I, like, <laughs> she's like, I'm fucking ready. I mean, it's seriously like even the New Yorker's like, what could we write about? Nothing's happening. Oh, let's write an apology about Al Franken. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, it is true. It's like uh, Congress is out for the summer. Until the end Supreme of Court's still out for the summer. President is golfing. You know, but that doesn't mean stuff's not happening right. and that you should stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. I do love that we start the first we 10 minutes. Have to it's work. Like, nothing's happening. Yeah, guys. we just have to work a little harder to beef it up. But yes. Anyway. Um, so speaking of, Amanda, what's been getting you through this a bit slow week yeah. in Trump's America? Okay, so... A couple weeks ago were the two huge mass shootings in Dayton, El Paso. Last week, there was this story circulating that a man named Antonio Basco, he lost his wife and partner of 22 years, Margie Rickard. She was killed in the Walmart shooting in El Paso. I believe she was just a customer. She wasn't an employee. Um, And so he doesn't have any relatives. And he was sincerely, like, worried that he was going to be burying her alone. She had some children, but it's unclear what the relationship was with them, if they were going to be able to come. So he invited the public, Mm -hmm. just like a public appeal, like, feel free to come. I I really don't want to be alone. He's been, like, visiting visiting worship the memorial every day. He says he sleeps there to be closer to her. So the story kind of went viral, and sure enough, like, hundreds and hundreds of people traveled from across the country to El Paso (gasps) for her funeral. People waited in line for hours. I read about one woman that drove from Dayton because she was like, it's so, it made me, it's so depressing because it's mm-hmm. like she, you know, uh, empathized with him and knew what she was going through. I yeah. feel like that's the next like Al-Anon is just like people that have in right? common. They it's lost like someone s- in a mass shooting. Soon enough, there will be like a network yeah. of people. I mean, we're already starting to see like the mothers of people who are being mm-hmm. s- who've been killed via gun Mom's violence whether action, it be yeah. like mass shootings or just regular gun violence like coming together we've seen people starting to like run for office based on having been mm-hmm. affected by yeah. mass shootings like all that stuff is happening so like 
That's Soon true. enough, there's going to be a whole basically generation of people. It's it's kind of weird to say generation because it's going to be people of all different ages. Right. You know, like we saw in these last two shootings, there was that baby that got orphaned. You know, that baby is mm-hmm. going to become an adult who had right. that experience. And what if that baby becomes a politician who's yeah. like super for gun reform because right. of this? You know, like we're seeing we're going to see all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So about. People sent 900 floral arrangements and just like the pictures, just Google it. Just Google like El Paso funeral. This is probably the one that that got the most attention. But yeah, he certainly was not um, alone. alone. Yeah. And I hope other people are like checking up on him. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. He's made a a real point of being lonely. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I would like I'm nowhere near El Paso. I personally can't get to El Paso right now. But like if anyone is his neighbor, maybe like. To be bringing over the cupcakes, right? <laughs> be making like frozen yeah. dishes. Oh, I th- I'm sure he got a lot of casseroles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably an endless yeah. supply of casseroles. Yeah, and some breaking news that's getting me through the week. We mm-hmm. just found out that the NYPD has finally, finally fired Daniel Pantaleo, who is the police officer that fatally killed. He killed. He murdered. Yeah. Eric Garner in an yes. illegal chokehold. This has been ongoing. That was. Five years years ago? ago. Five years ago. I think the anniversary was recently. And he had been put on administrative leave. I think the Justice Department said we're not going to we're not going to go after him for any sort of hate crime thing. Like every sessions Justice Department for some reason had no interest in going after any step or chance that the government at least had to prosecute on something they chose not to. Mm -hmm. But earlier this month, I believe maybe late last month, a New York City, a New York judge said like, yeah, he should be he should be fired. And that all but guaranteed that he would. And then this morning they're like. Yeah, this guy's not fit to be a police officer. We're firing him. Well, that's also super interesting because in I can't remember the first or the second second. of the last round of debates, those protesters were yelling fire Pantaleo at. Well, they they like started yelling at Bill de Blasio and then they like really continued it into Cory Booker. And I'm like, well, Cory. Cory Booker's in New Jersey. Right. He can't like like I don't understand. It seemed like there was a delayed action there. Right. But either way. Yeah. Protest works. I know. Totally. I mean, I do actually feel like there's probably not an insignificant portion of this is that Bill de Blasio is currently running for president sure. and a bunch of protesters showed up at the debate and screamed yeah. fire Pantaleo at him. Like, because otherwise, why is this happening now? Five years later, yeah. you know, clearly he was seeing uh, repercussions yeah. for that outstanding yeah. It's crazy decision. it took that long. Yeah. But I do love to see a protest work. Yeah, totally. Speaking of. Mm hmm. Well, let's before we get into like the global yes. crisis of protests, what's getting you through the week? OK, guys, I have a story. <laughs> wow. I saw it this morning and and it it's pretty special. So uh, this is a story out of New Jersey. It, it has a Florida man energy to the story, yeah. but it is actually out of New Jersey. Uh, a New Jersey woman burned down a man's house this weekend after he booty called her at 4 a.m. But then when she got there, he was asleep. Shame. <laughs> you know what? I see Burn both sides. <laughs> if I'm getting very an Uber, fine people on both sides. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> if I'm getting in an Uber and I'm coming to your house More at 4 a.m., you got to be awake. Mm-hmm. OK, because I because you know that she, you know, 
She probably put some makeup on. Maybe she did like a little skincare thing. She's, you know, maybe she shaved. We don't know what she had to do to get ready yep. at 4 a.m. to yep. get over there. And then this man is asleep. Yeah. That's a disrespect. Oh, yeah. You got to <laughs> reclaim your time. So uh, apparently this woman, she's a 29 year old woman. So here's here's where I think that that age makes perfect sense. Yes. At 29, <laughs> you're like, fuck, fuck you. I'm, I'm 29 and I'm like ready to burn down yeah. people's houses for inconveniencing me, especially <laughs> yes. if they've cut into my sleeping 100%. time. OK, because this didn't happen in normal hours. No, it didn't even happen at like 1 a.m. It happens no, four. She's probably in the middle of a REM cycle. Exactly. So here's what I do think is suspicious is that she did um, go to the gas station and buy a lighter and fluid before. That was going house. to be my question. So I if think. This, OK. Yeah, I think that she had an idea that maybe it would come to. You know what? Either we're going to hook up. Or yeah. I am going to burn down his house. Right. <laughs> she goes to every day. She, yeah. She was like. The, and you know what? That's a good mentality to have going into any sort of date or interaction. Either this is going to work out or I'm going to burn down their house. They should know. Stakes you, are high. Exactly. I don't have time. I'm almost 30. I don't have time. <laughs> the clock going is on ticking. Bad dates nope. with people who are sleeping. <laughs> So, okay. And we should clarify that nobody was hurt, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Also, before, if anyone is sitting here wondering, uh, so the house was burned down, but the man the house his, was hurt. The house was hurt, but the man and his dog were saved Time. and they're fine. Uh, she, okay. So upon arriving at the victim's home, she called him eight times, but he did not pick up. Keep the phone dog. on. Keep the phone on if we're calling people to come over at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> then she allegedly texted the man. I see you want to die and you wasted <gasps> my money <laughs> to come out here. Um, but he's OK and his dog is OK. And um, she is she has been arrested <laughs> so, because you, you can't, you know. Right. Yes. As much can't. as uh, we understand her motivation, we, it is it is. Yeah, Arson we should clarify. Is highly, highly illegal. Yeah, that you actually can't burn down someone's house because they booty called you and then fell asleep, yeah. even though we understand getting there and being extremely angry. Yeah. So, you know, that story just brought me a little bit of joy this yeah, morning. Yeah, we'll grab bag of I saw it. I saw it in the feed and I was like, yeah. you know what? This is the content that I needed today. <laughs> should we get into the very serious, actual, real news that we're going to talk about? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So you've probably been hearing in the background amid all of the wild domestic news that there's been protests across the globe, namely yes. in Hong Kong and Russia. And I think we've definitely touched on the Hong mm -hmm. Kong ones in the protests, but they show no sign of slowing and they've really kind yeah. of evolved. It is something where like as I'm writing the Betches Sub newsletter, which you can sign up for at Betches.co slash sub sign up every week. I, I'm always surprised. Maybe this is shows my like Western centric thinking, but I'm, I'm surprised every week that I'm like, oh, my God, this is. Yeah. Not only continuing, but it's it's getting crazier and crazier. crazier. And crazier like yeah. like it's it, we're talking about like thousands of people marching in the streets at this. At least the eleventh straight weekend. Yeah, we, it's Americans wild. haven't protested anything for eleven weeks for. At, well, I'm sure they have in small concentrated yes. groups, but like large scale I'm ones. I can't when, think of what the what last we, time. I yeah, I'm like, have we had? 11 weeks of like a large scale protest like this. I don't know. 
that maybe Muslim ban when that was happening is probably the biggest yeah. that we had. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I guess it depends on what you're counting because I would say that there's probably been protest action against what's happening at the border in yes. some capacity. Oh, for, for sure. Every weeks, weekend, but not like yeah. thousands of people right, marching, right. That's consistently shutting down airports, that kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. So how did these start? They started with this extradition bill. Um, so basically China wanted to extradite people from Hong Kong to China. This made people super nervous because mm-hmm. China has like a rep doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to like free speech yeah. and letting dissidents sort of dissent. Yeah, I'm going to say that if you can avoid being extradited yeah. to China, <laughs> I, it's it. worth the effort. It's, it's, it's worth trying to have that not happen. Right, right. Um, and Hong Kong has as like a special status. This goes back to British colonization it's this yeah uh, it's this like one country two systems idea where right. Ho- hong kong has more political freedoms than mainland china has and it's this deal that they've right. had forever it's part of the constitution and obviously yeah. people in hong kong are pretty hyped on these freedoms they want to totally. keep them uh people generally like to keep freedoms when they have them yeah yeah and so yeah so that comes from the uk handed power to hong over Hong Kong to China in 1997. And so they're supposed to be able to govern themselves until 2047. And Wait, this can we just stop for 1997? I know. Really? Isn't that stunning? It's hard to wow. believe. You I think know. that all of this stuff happened? You hear happened. colonialism. I and know. It just does not seem like an era when like, oh, I was 10. Yeah. Yeah. 1997. Okay. Yeah. okay. So it was like here, which... Govern yourself for 50 years, then we're going to take you back. Yeah. That's one and year after world? Normani was born. Really? Which, she's wearing that 1996 shirt. Her song her was going to be my getting me through. <laughs> yeah. Also, so what's good. getting me through is the Normani video, but she's, she's wearing my the 1996 yes. shirt in it. So now I kind of can base that can, everything yeah. off of like when was that, Normani born? <laughs> that locates me. And, you know, I do feel like these protests, like if that were not on the horizon, I mean, it's not super close 2047, but. You know, I feel like it's like this is what the fight we're going to put up yeah. when you try to sort of like infringe on on the freedoms that we have come to like enjoy. Uh, yeah. Be accustomed People to it's want not a luxury. Dreams. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's easy to understand why Hong Kongers wouldn't want China to just pluck whoever out. So their leader, Carrie Lam, and I looked into how their like leaders are elected. She's the chief executive of Hong Kong. Okay. That's her title. So the CEO. Of Hong yeah, that's Kong, I guess. So. <laughs> right. So shocking that she doesn't have like human rights front of mind. Yeah. Um, so th- she's chosen by apparently a 1200 member election committee made up of like residents and politicians that I assume are primarily Chinese or handpicked by the Chinese government. So yeah. she's not elected by. And I imagine they're Kong-Kongers. party officials because yes. in China there's just one part. They're like, handpicked. Right. Party. right yeah. So I imagine it's all like party insiders and right. stuff like that. Not yeah. that I know. Right. So people are now calling for her to step down. So the, what happened with the extradition bill? They basically said, like, we're going to suspend it indefinitely. But they never said we're going to take it away. They're like, we're just not going to act on it right now. Mm-hmm. And the protesters have obviously said, well, that's we're going to keep doing this until. Yeah. And then it's escalated because then the protests started getting violent. And there's been a lot of criticism of the Hong Kong police. There's lots of videos of them using batons to beat people, using tear yeah. gas in subways. Rubber bullets. What's kind of funny is that there are people who like weren't interested in protesting until like they saw tear gas in the subway and they're like, well, you fuck with my commute and I'm coming out. And I, yeah. I hear that. Totally. I hear that. That yeah. would, I mean, 
I, as a New Yorker, I, yeah. I understand that. And I believe 100%. it was sort of a, a picture or a video of some sort of violence that motivated the big airport protests that you probably heard about last week. Yes. Yeah, so those protests, they shut down the Hong Kong International Airport, yeah. basically. Uh, and they were able to like, they were like blocking people from going to their gates. And then those got violent right. as well. There became like, I mean, when you're talking about people at the airport, like <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a tense environment. Totally. Uh, and yeah, there were like clashes between the protesters and police and also just like people who were pissed off totally. because they were at the airport and pissed off. Yeah, there were even just like kids that like didn't know what to do or where to go. There's also this problem now where like there are sort of Chinese gangs that have joined in on the protests and sort of instigated a lot of violence. And it's like this and we'll talk about this with the Russia protest, too, but you know, the protests that start very specific and then there are like widely publicized instances of violence and then they're protesting the violence. So that's sort of where things are at now. They mm -hmm. have not conceded on anything um, that the protesters say they want. Yeah. And, and didn't um, there was kind of this thing where like after the airport protests, a bunch of the protesters showed back up with signs being like, I'm sorry, because they were like trying to say they were sorry for like the violence. And some of the organizers were basically yeah. saying like, we let this get out of hand I saw that yeah and now right. it's like one of the videos that sort of took off from the airport was like it's you can't tell from the video who instigated and maybe that's why the video was cut that way but like protesters are going in on a police officer yeah they somehow get his baton and then he pulls his gun and so that's I think a video that really like got people thinking like maybe the, maybe they have taken it too far yeah and 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 like the the woman who's starring in the new Mulan oh, yes. came out and was like, I support the Hong Kong police. Yeah. But it's also like, I feel like maybe to be a celebrity in China, you like, I feel like you have to say some some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, I, I don't know. know that, if, like totally. celebrities in China. That's a good point. Like, I know. You know, the reaction, it's it's her, she she tweeted on um, why, but she was like. I support the Hong Kong police. You guys can attack me now. And, and then like, immediately got like a huge black backlash. Weibo is like China Twitter, Twitter right? Yeah. They don't have Twitter's right. blocked in mainland so is, China. Facebook. Yeah. So it's also hard to know like what What's information really other people are get, like what information people who are mainland, yeah. in mainland China even are privy to or like what they're totally seeing That's online, yeah. you know, right. they have such a control. And I also like read that, that she, that actress came from like, she comes from like a prominent Chinese family, but it is kind of amazing to see like how because of globalization, the internet, like an obscure Chinese actress who is actually going to be in a very mainstream Western movie yeah. has now like, like really handicapped that movie's chance. Who, who knows? We'll see. I say that, remember. but then like, that's true. I mean, but people, also, it was it, trending that day, but, but also, a big reason why they're doing this Mulan movie the way they're doing it and why it doesn't have the songs and it's like all it's more serious is because the original Mulan did not do well in China. Mm. Chinese people were not into yeah. Mushu. Right. Like we we loved yeah. Mushu. <laughs> right. We knew we were like, it's Eddie Murphy. They yeah. were like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, this is fucking offensive. Right. So um, right. they were kind of gearing it towards trying to make it do well yeah. in China because a lot of times like I don't know again this like western centric thinking we always think about how well movies do with us but another big 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 source of revenue yeah. for like these major motion picture places like Disney is the Chinese yeah. market and they think about that a lot totally not even just for yeah that's a good point not even just for Mulan but like when you're watching like a huge 
a huge blockbuster you're watching things that were like tweaked for Chinese audience yeah because it's massive so I feel like if it's like like I feel like her saying this probably wouldn't handicap the video like the the movies in the US yeah. because people in the US like I don't know who I don't even know when that movie's coming out like no, are they gonna either. be thinking about Mulan on Christmas probably or whatever not. Yeah. probably not but if it's really controversial for her to say that in China like or if like Hong Kong a bunch of people in Hong Kong are like we're not gonna watch it right. that's a big deal totally so, yeah, it also yeah. makes you realize that like we're so used and used to in the U.S. at least to our actors and actresses and our entertainers entertainers being advocates. And yeah. like it's just so sort of jarring and we're not accustomed when like a person that's supposed to be a mainstream entertainer like takes an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Or even like gets political. At, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, Usually it's just activism. It's yeah. not just. Yeah. 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 So what do they want? Um the protesters have like certain demands that they want met. Number one, they obviously want the extradition bill to go away completely. It's just insane yeah. to me that that has not happened yet. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know. The sense that I get is also that like the like capital C Chinese government people are like they don't want to they don't want to give in to something like this. And this is like I don't know. I, yeah. I get this feeling from what I read from it is that they look at this and they're like. They're irritated. They're like, well, this is yeah. why we don't give people these freedoms totally. in the mainland. We would have yeah. this. This would be fucking dealt with in an instant if you were over here. I'm like, this is really annoying. Right. And I don't respect your right to do. Yeah. This. I think Karen Lamb, their leader, called them stubborn children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's very much that like way of talking about it. That's like, well, this is very you're being like pests. Right. Right. Which, of, yeah. of course, animates them more. I yeah. mean, China's mainly responded with like a show of aggression. I don't know if technically you could call it that, but. There's several thousand troops in Shenzhen, which is near the mainland's border with Hong Kong. You've probably seen like very dramatic pictures of like tons of like tanks just like ready Mm -hmm. in like a stadium. They're like making a big show of doing like military exercises. Just like if this gets out of hand, you you watch out. That's so scary. Like imagine if if Trump just like put a bunch of tanks in Jersey and was like, (laughs) your move, New York. And we're just like, "Mm, uh, okay, (laughs) like cool. Yeah. But this past weekend was like, so this past weekend, because things have gotten super, super violent, police were like, okay, you can have a rally. You can't march. You can't move. You can just like stand in place mm-hmm. and rally, which of course they didn't. They they still marched. They, they moved. It's weird about this because protest organizers say that 1.7 million people turned out. Um, police say the, the turnout was more like 130,000. So I don't really know where to land between those because that's yeah, such that's, a big Those gulf. are Sean Spicer numbers. Right, right. <laughs> it's like totally. the gulf between those two. It's like really hard right. to And determine. it was raining. So like I, yeah, I think yeah. there was already a weekend where they said about a million people came out. So 1.7 is yeah. nuts. And every time, you know, it's hard to get a scale because every picture I see of it is just like more people than I've ever seen in one place. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... It, it is crazy to think about a protest movement that is that sustained and that massive. And I do wonder. And like, just what the impact on a city. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I do wonder, like, what would the government do if we had 11 weeks of like a very mad. Like if in New York there were 11 weeks of protest, we shut down JFK Airport. Like, yeah, like. The Shut NYPD down the West Side Highway. Gas, yeah, yeah. Put tear gas in the subway. Like what would happen at I know. that point? Yeah. That is crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep watching this. But like, yeah, like you were saying, it doesn't look like the Hong Kong or Chinese government are willing to like. Yeah. Meet any of their demands. Well, it's I mean, it comes down to this fundamental thing of like because they're they're protesting for rights that 
mainland China just really doesn't actually want right. to give and doesn't believe in people having like right there's this impasse because they're like this is our right and China's like no it's not and we don't really care about it yeah apart from this outdated agreement that we signed when Normani was one right we didn't even <laughs> know what was gonna happen in the world no exactly <laughs> yeah even the US the US is like there are lawmakers like drafting le- legislation that's like protect human rights and then the European Union is called for protesters and government authorities to enter talks so they're just like they're not really doing anything they're just yeah. like can you guys try to figure this out but that's because nobody can fuck with China no like right. we're not gonna tell no, the EU isn't going to tell China right. to do shit. Yeah. Like, like we we're can not pass, even really yeah, going to pass resolutions constantly saying, like, you know, you don't have human rights. And they're like, we know we'll work yeah. on it. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. And they're like, we're like, hey, you know, you're like really polluting the earth. And they're like, oh, but you got to first. I know. Right. That's like literally the position. <laughs> this is what terrifies me is like they like Hong Kong is sort of has this independent status until 2047. They say the planet's going to shit in 2050. Like, I'm very that's going to be a wild decade. Yeah, yeah it's going to be pretty crazy. We'll keep you posted here <laughs> exactly. on the Breakfast Up podcast. <laughs> we'll holograph into your Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will be hologram by yeah. that point. Hologram. Holog- yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know what holograph is. Okay, should we talk about what's been going on in Russia? Sure. So kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> truly very similar. Just just in the sense that it has escalated from a very specific thing mm-hmm. um to sort of like creating more creating more drama because the protests have turned violent. So the thing that they were originally protesting all. So Moscow city council is like a big political arm of Russia, I guess, Mm -hmm. because people are freaking out about this. Yeah. 12 million people live there. Huge city. Um, So all they're having city council elections in September. All 45 seats are apparently up for grabs. And like, Russia's kind of in like a political, like interestingly political place right now because people aren't as happy with like Putin's ruling party as they normally are. Mm-hmm. Then some things that happen, the economy is not great. Um, I was reading that he raised the retirement year, f- uh, retirement age five years, which people are pissed that, about. Like, imagine uh, yeah, that's if you're one way to that's really one way. Piss yeah, imagine off. you're about to like get your retirement and then you just don't. Yeah, but this started because so those city council, a lot of people wanted to run as opposition candidates, um, like not run with any formal party to sort of make a point. Um, but in order to do that, you need like a certain amount of signatures. They all, all of these opposition candidates, like they got the signatures, they turned them. Election authorities were like, no, these signatures aren't good enough. They're yeah. wrong. Isn't but that like literally what happened totally, in Georgia? I think so. I know. <laughs> I was thinking exactly this, I was like, Stacey Abrams is right, not the governor. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, I was thinking we could like add that dimension because like it's so easy to sort of imagine. These rules, right. Yeah. Totally. But meanwhile, there are also like there were also candidates running like more friendly to Putin's party who are running as independents just because they know that Putin's kind of unpopular right now. They all sailed through. No problem. Ah. It's just these people that like have sort of opposition opinions. And so that's when this this was in July. And that's when people really started protesting like we want free and fair elections. You just there's no reason these people shouldn't. Yeah shouldn't like it's sort of accepted that they like fudged the signatures or did something to invalidate them like what's happening is like not legit so lots and lots of protests lots of like police brutality in response Mm -hmm. lots of like showing of that police brutality on social media which animates people more yeah and has brought like that's what i've seen is i've seen a lot of the videos of just like police like wailing on protesters literally just really horrifying just like standing there like you can just see one just like walk up to a person that's just holding up a sign quietly and just bashing their head in yeah and arresting them and like you can go to prison for a long time in russia for like what they call rioting and i think some of the candidates are even vulnerable because if they see you as inspiring a riot they can imprison you too yeah 
Well, I mean, it's no joke. Well, there was that one guy who was like Putin's rival, Alexei Navalny. Yes, yes, and they, like, right. I saw tried that. Tried to poison him. Yeah. They arrested him. Like it is. I think they like threw paint at him. Yeah, <laughs> they like. They don't fuck with milkshakes over there. They just go right for pain. No. Yeah. It's it's no joke to try to be an opposition candidate, even if you're just being like, I'm an independent. Like you're not even declaring yourself an opposition candidate. Yeah. So that's just escalated week after week, basically, in response. And you can't it's it seems to be like a broader referendum on like what's going on in Russia and sort of political freedom and frustration with Putin and his authoritarian regime. Yeah, that's it's interesting to me. I read this article. I feel like it was like I I don't I don't even remember where or when I read it, but it was about like I don't it was about like how the Russian troll farms and how they've like oh, yeah, manipulated yeah. our elections and stuff and how they were like uh how the they've tried these methods on Russians first, yeah, right. you know. But Russians have just a higher propaganda recognition yeah, bar. Totally. Like like they were say in this article they were saying like Russians don't take the comments or the things they see shared on Facebook seriously because they yeah. they understand intricately how propaganda and that kind of information yeah. dissemination works. So it's like they know like oh yeah, they fudge the signatures. Like totally. they see it yeah, because it's, it's not even a question. Yeah, th- whereas we're just like I read it on Facebook, so it's true. (laughs) Yeah. No one would ever lie to me. I'm in America. (laughs) It's just like, oh, no. Lying's Um, illegal. Yeah. Like, no, he can't lie because he's wearing a suit. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, no, no, child. You poor, poor. You dumb American. You stupid American (laughs) child. So that's just something that I think about a lot. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. And Putin's like, the day all of this was happening, he was hanging out with like a Crimean biker gang or something. Like he's not, <laughs> he's not engaging. Oh he's being like a real, really taking cues yeah. from his kindred spirit and our president on this one. <laughs> a Crimean biker gang. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, should we get to one more thing? Sure. Okay, uh, the Trump administration wants to institute a new rule that will let employers discriminate against LGBTQ employees. Are we surprised? We're not surprised. No, we're not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So last Wednesday, the Trump administration proposed a policy that would give certain federal contractors the right to discriminate. Discriminate? What was (laughs) happening to me? Uh, discriminate against people who don't share their employer's religious views. So it goes back to that, like, religious freedom thing that is the new front line of LGBTQ harassment. Yeah, yeah. So it would... And there are 40... This is interesting because whenever you hear, like, federal contractors, that always gives me a sort of sense that it's smaller scale than you might think. But there are 42,000 companies that have contracts with the U.S. government. That's yeah. a ton of employees that are affected. That's 42,000 companies. companies. And uh, think about how many employees right. those companies have. You're definitely... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Close it's, to a million a people, lot. if not more. Yeah. So the rule comes from the Department of Labor. And it, it would undo a decades-old policy that bans um, federal contractors from discriminating against employees based on race, sex, religion, disability, and natural origin. Um, right now, that rule does have one exception, and we've probably we've heard about this before. That contractors can discriminate based on their own religious views, like Hobby Lobby. They don't have to, you know, get birth control. The new rule would apparently like really broaden that, saying that like you can't just reject a job candidate because you are like a Catholic aid organization mm-hmm. and they are not Catholic. Yeah. You can reject them if like the applicant or somebody that works for you is like 
is unmarried and she and they're pregnant and yeah. you don't believe in sex before marriage and now according to this rule you can fire them right that was my immediate thought too is it's like this argument is particularly scary because when it it can be expanded to so many other things yes. i mean it's it's scary because think it's of anything used- and that is even vaguely disagreeable to anybody yeah like it's i mean it's designed to ta- to target queer people yeah, and that's absolutely. horrible but it can be used to expand to so many things i mean crazy way far down the line like religion was used to say that like races can't mix right. and stuff you know like it's it's just a it's a very slippery slope situation. yeah you could even like it could let people discriminate against women if they claim their religion says women can't work outside the home exactly it's like well this we is, don't hire women crazy. because we don't want like unmarried women to be in the totally. same space as men or like we don't have we won't we can't promote you to that position because all of the other like all of right. the other managers are men and we don't think it's right for you to yeah. be alone unmarried in a room with men because yeah. Karen Pence that's Karen right Pence's exactly rule. yeah the crazy thing is that like this rule apparently expands like the government's definition of religion which is like you can do that yeah <laughs> like, which now covers all aspects of religious belief observance and practice as understood by the employer so great already you're saying like the employer gets to decide what yeah. his or her or their religion is I don't know like I I don't actually advocate for us like like doing this kind of for like liberals doing this kind of thing but Mm -hmm. i wonder if people could like use it the other way and be like well it's against my religion for you to be racist yeah yeah, yeah. like you you know i I, bet if this actually does escalate into something that's really impacting people day to day that that's yeah like could we fight fire with fire in a weird way and be like well also i just created yeah i think that i'm rastafarian and it's against my religion for me to not be smoking weed right now at work so i think the satanists did something like that with regard to abortion i can't remember exactly what they did I but they like did the too do they do, do. they do the satanists are like super woke on stuff they, <laughs> yeah. like whenever like can we sue that way they'll do it like yeah i feel like they do often say like well we're satanists and it's against our religion for, for you to keep us from having an abortion yeah I think exactly basically what it was. yeah like i need to be able to bite my co-workers or whatever to try and like show that these you know the satanists aren't right. afraid of controversy no. and they don't shy away right from the because fight. they're like we're called satanists yeah. people already don't know we've aligned ourselves with satan yeah so we'll we'll do a lawsuit you sure. know we'll deal with we'll take we'll it. deal with some lawyers yeah well like our pr is already <laughs> yeah our pr like, is really you fun. keep yours we're already the satanists we'll take the hit oh uh, wow yeah. okay well we'll be keeping an eye on that i imagine yeah. yeah yeah they've been i mean and this whenever this happens it comes up again that like lgbt workers are not technically for, protected mm-hmm. by like federal anti-discrimination law which yes. makes them the most obvious um, target and like the burden when this happens is always on the employee to prove that they were discriminated against which is like almost impossible yeah and to like hire lawyers and all of that especially but. since the bar nowadays seems like you have to like actively call someone a slur and it mm-hmm. has to be an email and there's also like a video right, of you right. typing the it's email totally. so like, <laughs> you can't like you can tweet on twitter like no unions for you guys yeah but, exactly yeah. but it's like well what did he mean yeah so yeah, yeah it's one of those things that they're like this is just trump pandering to his base i feel like this happens a lot where something he says he's going to do something the administration is going to do something everyone freaks out then maybe like 
four months go by and then like buried at the bottom of a daily newsletter, not ours, it would be front yeah. center, it would be like, by the way, the Trump administration started quietly enforcing this thing we all yes. went crazy about four months ago and then kind of forgot about. And like then, then it's there. Then yes. it's the rule of law. Then we, This happened with the Cuba stuff. They yes. like initiated a new rule, then they didn't do anything for a long time. And yes. then kind of out of nowhere, Trump was like, actually, we're doing the rule now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, OK. Yeah. And it affected a bunch of companies. And yeah. The only time I think recently was the one where they said, like, we're not going to give any federal funds to any clinic that even refers people to an abortion. Even as yes. like abortion is Title a thing 10. that you can get. And then I think Planned Parenthood and others were like, well, then we're not going to take your money. And I think they decided to like delay um, enforcing that. <sighs> well, just a million things to keep an eye on, even on a slow news week. Yeah. All right. Should that take us to the end? I guess so. All right, guys. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Amanda Duberman. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.